And amen and amen. All right, let's go to God's word, Luke chapter 17. Thank you, guys. Luke chapter 17. And we're going to read seven verses. Luke chapter 17. We're going to read seven verses starting at verse 12. Worship team, don't go too far. Go eat a bagel, get a cup of coffee, and come right back. Amen. Okay. I thought that was going to be funnier when I said it, and it just (laughs) wasn't humorous, I guess. I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be, but it didn't land. All right. Luke chapter 17. As Jesus entered the village, he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance, and they raised their voices. Watch that. They raised their voices and called out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were miraculously healed and made clean. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. Watch that. Glorifying and praising and honoring God with a loud voice. Watch that. He he raised his voice in prayer, but now he's raising his voice in praise. I'll tell you right now, a quiet church is a dead church. All right. And as he lay, watch this, as he lay face downward at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over. He was a Samaritan. Luke writes, oh, this isn't even, this isn't even a man of the covenant. This isn't even a Jewish man. Oh my gosh, he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked Weren't weren't there 10 of you? Where are the nine? Was there no one found to return and give thanks and praise to God except this foreigner? Jesus said to him, get up and go. Your faith, your personal trust in me and your confidence in God's power has restored you to health. Let's talk. We've been in a chain breaker series. We've, We've been talking about all these different Breakthroughs. I want to talk today about the sound of breakthrough. The sound of breakthrough. The sound of breakthrough. Look at, look at your neighbor, whoever you like the most. Say, you have a voice, use it. Tell them, you have a voice, use it. Amen. Where are the nine? Oh. Sometimes Jesus asks questions in the scripture that just send chill bumps down my spine. Where are the nine? What a, what a terrible, awful moment to, to, to have missed your opportunity to give God glory. Where are the nine? The Lord is not asking where are the nine because he doesn't know. Uh, he is just so troubled by the lack of gratitude. (laughs) It was this man's ability to keep coming back to Jesus that shaped his life. It was not his leprosy or his healing. It was his gratitude. It was not mountaintop or valley low. It was his gratitude. It was not a lot of money, a little bit of money. It was his gratitude. It was not his ethnicity. It was his gratitude. It it was not his upbringing. It was his gratitude. It was not his past. 
It was his gratitude. And with a loud voice. Isn't that amazing? Because in, in American church today, loud, loud voice means you go to a black church or a Hispanic church. But he wasn't Mexican, Puerto Rican, Colombian, and it wasn't African American. And yet, with a loud voice, he thanked God. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was reminded of this again last week when I went to a Bruno Mars concert that was probably 90% white people. And boy, they turned up. And they did, they, none of them stood there and went, oh, no. Chavin just gets fiery because he's a Mexican. <laughs> With a loud voice, passion. There, there is a sound of breakthrough. Oh. Uh, and that sound of breakthrough is gratitude. Can, can I tell you that gratitude has a, a sound, it has a tone. Gratitude has a body posture. Gratitude, gratitude has a facial expression. Gra gra you, can, you can sense gratitude, see gratitude, hear gratitude. He expressed his gratitude with a loud voice. He expressed his gratitude by laying on his face before the Lord. This is, this is called laying prostrate before God in humility. He, he expressed his gratitude by saying over and over and oh, does it take all that? Do, do, do you got, does it take all that? Well, it, it took all that for him. There was just something in him that just, I don't know about the sound of, Breakthrough. Let me, let me just remind you that City Light has a sound. You might be new. This might be your first week. Let me just welcome you to a, to a, a, a decibel meter really quick, okay? Let me, just, let me just tell you a little bit about our volume. We are not the quiet church that just sits and ponders that the Lord is good. And, mm. We are not the frozen chosen. We are not the first church of the frigid air. We are not, we are not dead. We have been raised in a new life with Christ. We're a little bit rowdy. We're a little bit radical, but it's not emotion. It's passion that says, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Life hasn't been perfect, but God, you deserve the glory, the honor, and the praise. The sound of breakthrough is first of all prayer. The sound of breakthrough is prayer. They, they called out with a loud voice, Master, have mercy on us. The scripture says they raised their voices. I guess we could have whispered a hallelujah, but the Bible says to raise a hallelujah. They raised their voice. Prayer begins in the heart but must be expressed with words. Every prayer and admission, I need God. Every prayer and invitation for grace. Every prayer gives me the supernatural advantage. The sound of breakthrough is prayer. To be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. Prayer. Prayer, prayer is truly the life source of the believer. 
not because you always get the answer you want, but because of the presence of God. Let me show it to you, Philippians chapter four. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Uh, Watch that. He, He says that there is a cure for worry. It is prayer. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he's done. Then you get everything you want, no? Then you get peace. Talk to us, Paul. Which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. I don't, I don't know if you just caught what Paul said. I, I pray and I believe and I expect and sometimes I get a yes and sometimes I get a no and sometimes I get a wait and sometimes I get a my grace is sufficient. But in, in all of prayer, I get peace. So my question is, have you prayed about it? What's it? Whatever it is that's bothering you. Have you prayed about it? Because anxiety is my internal reminder that I need to pray. When I'm anxious, it's the Holy Spirit reminding me you're carrying something you're not supposed to carry. Too big for you. Too heavy a burden for you. And the The blessing of prayer is peace. The greatest answer to prayer is peace. I prayed about it and I got peace. Did you get everything you asked for? I got something better. Because I've just lived long enough and you will live long enough that it doesn't always exactly work out how you thought it was going to work out. I'm not trying to discourage your faith or from believing God. Believe God and believe God big. But let me just tell you something. There's, there's something that you're going to need even beyond specific answers. It is the peace of God. My old King James is coming out that passeth all understanding. It guards my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. This peace becomes my protector. This peace becomes my shield. This peace becomes my sustaining force. And when I pray, I receive peace. And peace is my greatest need. Peace in the blessing, peace in the battle. Peace when the storm is raging. Peace when the sun is shining. Peace when I'm married. Peace when I'm single. Peace on the mountaintop, peace in the valley low. I'm believing God for big things, but my greatest thing that I need is the peace of God. Come on, there's a sound of breakthrough, and it's called prayer. Jamin, I don't know how to pray. Here's one. Help! I don't know what to say. I'm not eloquent like you. Jesus! I don't know what to say. Then sing. I don't have a good voice. No, you just turn it on loud. and then you just... Sing your prayers. Here's another way you can pray. Open up the book of Psalms and just start reading the Psalms out loud. Read your prayers. Because see, when I can't hear God, I can still read God. 
And when I don't know what to say to God, I can quote what other men and women have said to God. And God knows my heart. Quickly, when you pray, pray in the name of Jesus. That's your confidence. My confidence is in the name of Jesus, that I don't come to God in my own righteousness, my own character, my own strengths, my own holiness. I come in the name, I pray behind the rock that is Christ, and I pray in the name of Jesus. That's my confidence. I, I pray with humility. That's my surrender. Matthew 6, 10 says, your kingdom come, your will be done. I pray with surrender. God, this is on you. I surrender. I pray the word, my foundation. Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You will never pray with faith without the word. Because the word tells you what is yours. The word tells you who is God and the, tell, and the word tells you who you are. The word re, re, reveals the promises of God and now I pray with faith because I know what's available to me in Christ. Pray. The sound of breakthrough is prayer. The sound of breakthrough is prayer. I'm telling you, we're, we, we, we will become a praying church. Give me that building. I'm going to use that building. I'm going to wear that building out. I'm going to destroy that building. No, I'm serious. We, we, we went into the, the Durango the other day, and we were already seeing you know, this new hotel over there. Amen. We were praying for all the... Oh, <laughs> we were there eating. We were at Prince Street Pizza. Amen. And, and, we, and we, we're in line, and we're just seeing the walls are just destroyed, and the corners are already smashed. Shannon goes, man, this building is like a week old. And look, I see, yeah, it's being used. And I, and I looked at her and I said, get ready. But she said, say it ain't so. I said, oh, no, no. We're going to have Monday women's and Tuesday men's and Wednesday night prayer and Thursday night youth and Friday night young adults and Saturday morning fasting and Sunday church and 24. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a wear that building. I, I ain't spending $20 million to use it on Sunday. I'm telling you right now. We're going to use that building. Jesus said, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Number two, the sound of breakthrough is praise. 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 Praising and honoring God with a loud voice, verse 15 said. How do we praise God? We praise and honor him with a loud voice. Gratitude. Gratitude is the act of being thankful, I love, I love this word gratitude. It means readiness to show appreciation. Psalm 100, verse four, enter with the password, thank you. This is the message. Make yourselves at home talking praise. Thank him, worship him. Now, the Older translations say, enter into his courts with thanksgiving, enter into his gates with praise, which means God has a protocol for his presence. You know, there's people over the years that won't, won't come into worship, but they like the word, so they go, oh, I'm just gonna wait out here uh, during the music, and then when Javen starts preaching, I'll come in. And I go, well, you're not gonna get anything. Because you didn't follow his protocol. You know, I want to meet the king of England, but I want to give him a fist bump. You, know, you don't give, you don't, go to, you don't go to a king and bump him up. 
You don't give knuckles to a king. There's a protocol. They will tell you, if you, if you were ever to go to Buckingham Palace, they would give you a protocol. You're gonna do this, you're gonna say this, you're not gonna do this, you will not do this, you will, do, you will not. If you've ever been to London, I've, I've been there where, where the, the, the knights are on the horses. You touch that horse, that horse will bite you. It's awesome, protocol. <laughs> now, if that's for a horse or for a man, how much more when we come to the king do we come with a protocol? Thanksgiving and praise. And what, what praise does, I, I just, I, I heard this this week and I loved it. Praise is what, you, you can't be a praiser and prideful. Remember when David would praise the Lord, he would take off the kingly garments and put on the priestly garments. To, to, to tell his nation, before I'm a king, I'm a, I'm a worshiper, I'm a praiser. You know, it's just a lot of music. It's just really loud. It's, it's with a loud voice. So, so what it reminds me of, what Psalm 100 reminds me of, is not everyone who goes to church gets into God's presence. Not everyone under the roof is undercover. And it's not perfect people that make it into God's presence. It's grateful people. There, there is a praise, there is a song, there is a shout, there is a lifting, there is a clapping, there is a, there is a celebration. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, be thankful in all circumstances, not for, but in. Not easy, but possible. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I am in the perfect will of God when I'm grateful. By the way, wanna get out of the will of God quick? Lose your gratitude. For your church, for your spouse, for your kids, for your relationships, for your job. Lose your gratitude. You'll, you, you will be out of the will of God in days. Because the first thing, way before dishonor, way before lying, way before anger, way before disrespect is a lack of gratitude. But when I'm grateful, I stay in the will of God. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let me tell you what this word means. It means to rehearse the good. I'm not in denial about the bad, but I'm rehearsing the good. I'm not lying about the bad. I'm just, I'm rehearsing the good. I know there is challenges, mountains, struggles, real emotions, but what I'm gonna choose to do is rehearse the good. Paul writes this from a prison cell, and he says, don't forget to, rejo don't forget to rehearse the good, because he knew that what was going on on the inside of him was more important than what was going on on the outside of him. Rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. Indiana University recruited 43 subjects suffering from anxiety and depression. Half of this group were assigned a simple gratitude exercise, writing letters of thanks to people in their lives. Three months later, all, all 43 underwent brain scans. The participants who completed the gratitude task months earlier not only reported feeling more gratitude two weeks after the task than members of the control group, but also months later, 
they showed more gratitude-related brain activity in the scanner. Now, this isn't the Bible. This isn't a preacher. This isn't Billy Graham. This is, this is Indiana University. Y'all know what I'm saying? This is, the result is interesting for neuroscientists, but it's also useful for the rest of us. It suggests that the more practice you give your brain at feeling and expressing gratitude, the more it adapts to this mindset. You could even think of your brain as having a sort of gratitude muscle that can be exercised and strengthened. So, okay, so I've been playing golf for three years. I don't, I don't have, four years coming up in May, I don't have a muscle memory yet. I don't have a muscle memory. So if I can't get out on the, on the driving range, I'm terrified on the tee box because I, I don't have a muscle memory yet. I literally have to go to the driving range and every time I go to the driving range, I have to remember how to, how to get in the slot, amen. How to hit to right field and close my hands. I, it, it, none of it comes naturally to me yet. And, and you have to practice it. In the same way, for a lot of you, gratitude just does not come natural. Because you haven't worked that muscle. Ooh. Did it get convicted in here? Is that what happened? Y'all got quiet. The more of an effort you make to feel gratitude, one day, the more the, fe- the, the, more the feeling will come to you spontaneously in the future. Did anyone just hear that? So you, you make the effort to feel it. You don't feel it, and if you feel it, you make the effort. No, you make the effort to feel it. I've got this cold water thing out in my house now where I go sit in this cold water, and a couple of days ago, I was out there in about five minutes. It's freezing cold, but five minutes later, Shannon walks out, and I'm just, star- I'm just staring at it. <laughs> I haven't got in yet. Just staring at this cold water plunge thing. And she goes, did you already get in? I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel it at all. Not, not all of gratitude is felt at first. But you, but you discipline your brain to express, to rehearse the good. UCLA researchers found in the study, watch this, this is crazy, that similar to Prozac, now I'm not, I didn't say this and I'm not telling you to get off your medication, okay? I'm saying what UCLA researchers found out of this study, that similar to Prozac, gratitude can boost your neurotransmitter serotonin and activate the brain stem to produce dopamine. with a loud voice, thank you, thank you, rejoice, and again I say, rejoice, rehearse the good, rehearse the good, And, and, and you build that muscle, and you build that thing in your heart that says, I will sing a melody unto the Lord. David had to remind himself of this in Psalm 103 when he said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not 
all of his benefits because soul, mind, will, and emotions, you are so forgetful. And all you wanna do is dwell on the bad and dwell on the challenge and dwell on any little thing that happened today. How are you doing? Oh man, I had a crazy day. Oh man, and, and we just wanna go there so quick, but there is, this, there is this thing that we can tell our soul what to do. Don't forget the goodness of God. Don't forget the grace of God. Don't forget the mercy of God. Come on, can you think of something even right now that you're grateful for? Come on, with a loud voice. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I'm not thanking him for a perfect life. I'm not thanking him for perfect circumstances. I'm not thanking him that everything is going right. But I got to build that muscle. Lastly, the sound of breakthrough is worship. And I'm gonna have the team come back up because we're gonna go right back into it. Worship. Go show yourself to the priest. Huh. Go show yourself to the priest. Give me a C. I don't know what we're gonna sing. Just give me a C chord and we'll figure it out. I don't know what I wanna do yet. Go show yourself to the priest. The other nine were healed, but the man who went back to Jesus, the scripture says, was made sozo. Let's all learn a Greek word together. Everybody say sozo. This is a Greek word, S-O-Z-O, and it means wholeness. That's what is translated here. The, the other nine were healed. This man was made whole. For the other nine, the leprosy stopped, but for this man, he received wholeness. Sozo means to be restored, healed, saved, preserved, and free. Go, go show yourself to the priest. Can I, can I submit? Only one went back to the priest. Only one went back to the one that could represent God to man and man to God. Only one went back to the priest. I'm not talking about a Old Testament man. I'm talking about the God man. I'm talking about your priest. I'm talking about what the scripture calls my great high priest. I'm I'm talking about Hebrews 4.14. So then since we have this great high priest who entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weakness for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we receive his mercy. There we receive his sozo. There we receive his wholeness. There we receive his salvation. There we receive our restoration. And we will find grace to help us when we need it most. 
let me, let me, let me talk to you about worship. Worship is constantly going back to your source. To stand in front of your great high priest. See, to praise God is to thank God for all he's done. But to worship God, to worship is to love God for who he is. Worship. Here's where we get that word worship. You ready? Worth-ship. Worth-ship. What is he worth to you? Is he worthy to you? Book of Revelation, they are wanting to open these scrolls and the angel cries out, is anyone worthy? And then they look and they see Jesus and they say, he is worthy to open the scrolls, only one. And in worship, I express his worth to me. What is Jesus worth to you? See, you're not really worshiping Jesus till it costs you something. Till it affects your daily life. Till it shapes how you see the world. Worthship. I know one who is worthy. I know a great high priest who I can come boldly to. Worship him. So worship, they say, is not just a song, it's a lifestyle. That's right, but it is a song. It's not just a song, but it is a song. It's not only a song, but it is a song. It's, it's an expression of what this man did on my face. Thank you. Thank you. And when I pray, and when I praise, and when I worship, a sound is released. The scripture said in Acts chapter 16 that around midnight, Paul and Silas in a jail cell on death row, chained, begin to pray and sing hymns. Ooh, there is something about praying and singing and something about that combination. <laughs> and the prison begin to shake and the doors begin to open and the chains begin to But not only theirs, everyone. Because what, what the sound of breakthrough does is it creates an atmosphere of freedom. 
I remind you in the Old Testament, there was an evil king named Saul. He became evil, who was tormented by demons. And he said, I need relief from my demons. Can I get an instrumentalist to play? Because when you play, my demons leave. Oh, man. Jabin, I'm tempted. Worship. My demons are calling me back. Worship. I feel like my life is over. Worship. I want to go back to that thing, that person. Worship. Because your praise creates a barrier against you and the enemy of your soul. And as the song goes up and as the praises go up, the presence of God comes down. Oh, I'm I'm wondering, is there even one today? Oh, I'm talking to... Is there even one on every row that would say, God, I worship you, I praise you, I I love you, Jesus. Only you are worthy. Come on, with your hands lifted all over the room, we, we worship you right there online, right there in that correctional facility. God, I worship you. God, I praise you. I love the peace of God that passeth all understanding fall in this room. I worship you, Lord. I praise you. I glorify you.